thank you, God, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for joining in with today's broadcast. On behalf of my wife, Laura, and I, we say thank you once again. The theme scripture for today's introduction is Zechariah, chapter number four, starting at verse number seven. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. Now, the throne of God, the throne of grace. Now, moving forward with the introduction. The introduction is titled, Now, The Charge to Cyrus. The title of Isaiah, chapter number 45, starting at verse number 1. Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand God the Lord hath holden to subdue nations before God. And God in Christ Jesus will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two levied gates, and the gates shall not be shut. God in Christ Jesus will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. God in Christ Jesus will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And God the Lord will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that God the Lord, which call thee by thy name, is the God of Israel. Now, to recap, Isaiah chapter number 45, verse number 3. God the Lord will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches in secret places that thou mayest know God is the Lord and the Lord will call and the Lord which call thee by thy name is the God of Israel. Now, the Lord is far above all God. The title of Psalms, chapter number 97, and verses number 2 through 3, verse 9 through 12. Clouds and darkness are round about the Lord God. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before God, and burneth up his enemies round about. For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. God preserveth the souls of his saints. God delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Now, 
back to the charge, the charge of Cyrus, Isaiah chapter number 45, starting at verse number four. For Jacob, God servants sake and Israel, God elect. God hath even called thee by thy name. God hath surnamed thee, though thou hast not known God. God is the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside God. God girded thee, though thou hast not known God, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside God. God is the Lord and there is none else. God formed the light and God create darkness. God make peace and create evil. God the Lord do all these things drop down ye heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness let the earth open and let them bring forth salvation and let righteousness spring up together God the Lord have created it thus saith the Lord the Holy One of Israel and his maker Ask God of things to come concerning the sons of God and concerning the work of the hands of God. Command ye God. God hath made the earth and created man upon it. God, even the hands of God have stretched out the heavens and all their host have God commanded God have raised Jesus Christ up in righteousness and God will direct all his ways Jesus Christ shall build the city of God and Jesus Christ shall let go the captives of God not for price nor reward saith the Lord of hosts Proverbs Chapter number 16, starting at verse number 12. It is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness. For the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings. And they love him that speaketh right. Now, to recap. Proverbs chapter number 16 verse number 12 the throne of God is established by righteousness righteousness described as it is related to the finished condition of mankind righteousness is how a man should strive to appear before the throne of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness is defined as uprightness before God. Uprightness is defined as the character approved by God.
Now, Psalms, chapter number nine, starting at verse number eight. And the Lord God shall judge the world in righteousness. The Lord shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, starting at verse number 6. For God, who commandeth the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, God's sure promises to David. Sure promises to David. The title of Psalms, chapter number 89, and now, verse number 14. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Example, Hebrews chapter number four, starting at verse number 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Now, to define justice and judgment as the habitation of the throne of God. And remember, righteousness as uprightness. First, justice. Justice is integrity of character. Justice is just behavior and or just treatment to others, the quality of being fair and reasonable. Now, secondly, to define judgment. Judgment is known as it relates to how man should appear before God. How men should appear before the throne of God in Christ Jesus. Judgment defined. The knowing of right and wrong. And the reasoning between the two. Judgment. The ability to make considered decisions. Or come to sensible conclusions. And the acknowledging of judgment. As it can relate to divine punishment. Now, the judgment of the nations, the title of chapter number 25.
of St. Matthew. And now, verse number 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, warning Ecclesiastes, chapter number 8, starting at verse number 11. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Now, to reread Psalms, chapter number 98, starting at verse number 14, defining the importance of justice and judgment and mercy, and truth. Psalms, chapter number 89, starting at verse number 14. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Now, let's continue on the biblical journey of the throne of God. This will conclude the end of this introduction. Now, the title for this presentation is in at least two parts. Part one, the throne of God is established by righteousness. And part two, the throne of God is upheld by mercy and truth. Now, Part 1. Righteousness. Now to begin to desire and to understand righteousness, I had to begin to understand the Beatitudes. Now, we must begin to understand the Beatitudes. These must become our cry and our attitude. St. Matthew Chapter number 5, starting at verse number 2 through 11. It is important to first begin the quest for righteousness by first hungering and thirsting after righteousness. We must develop an appetite for the things that are right before God. We must develop a love for the word of God. Nothing else will last. Only the word of God endures forever. The love for God and the love for the word of God in Christ Jesus helps us to make it in this materialistic, problematic world. Now, St. Matthew, 
chapter number 5, starting at verse number 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Open note. We have to develop the appetite for righteousness. And remember, the blood of Jesus Christ is given for the remission of sins. Remissions of sins as defined as forgiveness. We must repent. Then continue on the road, the road to the throne of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness will be given in exchange for remission of sins. Example, Romans chapter number 3, starting at verse number 25. Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Now, here is a note. While on this journey of life, while on this journey of life, on the road to the throne of God, we must remember 1 Timothy chapter number 5, starting at verse number 24. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment and some men they follow after likewise also the good works of some are manifest beforehand and they that are otherwise cannot be hid St. Luke chapter number 13 starting at verse number 3 I tell you nay but Except we repent, we shall all likewise perish. Now, just ask Jesus Christ for help and believe Jesus Christ. God in Christ Jesus will help us. Doing the right thing is the key. The keys to the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God. The test will come to see if you really mean it. If you pass the test, you are on your ways. Now, St. Matthew, chapter number 26, starting at verse number 27. And Jesus Christ took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many, for the remission of sins. Open note, Jesus Christ's blood is the blood of God. Example, St. John, chapter number one, starting at verse number 36. And John, looking upon Jesus as he walked, John saith, Behold, the Lamb of God and Acts chapter number 20 starting at verse number 28 take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which 
the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Now, remember, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, part two of today's presentation, the throne of God. The throne of God is upheld by mercy and truth. Now, mercy and truth define. Mercy and truth, the gift of Jesus Christ unto all mankind, explained two segments. Segment one, Isaiah chapter number 16, starting at verse number five. And in mercy shall the throne be established. And he shall sit upon it in truth in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking judgment and hasting righteousness. Now, segment number two. The gift of Jesus Christ to perform the mercy and truth promised. Example, St. Luke, chapter number one. Starting at verse number 76 through 79. Verse number 71 through 79. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy. Of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he sware to our father Abraham that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Now, the calling. The calling to the throne of God in Christ Jesus. Hebrews chapter number four, starting at verse number 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Remember St. Luke chapter number one, starting at verse number 79. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. To guide our feet in the way of peace. Now, 
Proverbs, chapter number 20, starting at verse number 28. Mercy and truth preserveth the king, and his throne is upholden by mercy. Now, mercy upholding the mercy seat upon the ark of God. The mercy seat upholding the mercy seat is seated upon the ark of God. The ark of God defined Deuteronomy. Chapter number 10, starting at verse number 2. And the Lord God will write on the tables the words that were in the first table which thou breakest. And thou shouldest put them in the ark. And the Lord God write on the tables according to the first writing, the Ten Commandments, which the Lord spake unto you in the mount out of the midst of the fire. In the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them unto Moses. Now. A question. How important is. The ten. Commandments. Open note. This Christian journey. Will, mo will work most effectively. When we as the children of God in Christ Jesus. When we suffer ourselves to uphold the ten commandments of God in Christ Jesus. When we uphold the ten commandments of God in Christ Jesus. The ten commandments as a minimum requirement of our daily conduct. The ten commandments as a lifestyle. When we uphold the ten commandments as a lifestyle. We are on the road to obtain the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Close note. Proverbs chapter number 21, starting at verse number 21. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness and honor. Example, St. John chapter number 14, starting at verse number 21. He that hath the commandments of God in Christ Jesus, and keepeth them. He it is that loveth God, in Christ Jesus. And he that loveth Jesus Christ shall be loved of his Father. And Jesus Christ will love him. And Jesus Christ will manifest himself to him. Second Samuel, chapter number 22, starting at verse number 21. He is the tower of salvation for his king and showeth mercy to his anointed unto David and to his seed forever. And now, one of the manifestations of the mercy of God from the throne of God, the throne of grace. From the throne of grace unto mankind, the mercy seat that dwelleth between the cherubims. Example, Exodus chapter number 25, starting at verse number 20 through verse number 22. And Ezekiel chapter number 10, starting at verse number 1. And Ezekiel chapter number 1, starting at verse number 26 through 28, read consecutively. And the cherubims 
shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another toward the mercy seat, shall the faces of the cherubims be, and thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there will God meet with thee and will commune with thee from above the mercy seat. From between the two cherubims which are upon the ark of the testimony of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. And now, to recap, the throne of God, the throne of grace. From the throne of grace unto mankind, the mercy seat that dwelleth between the cherubims continued. Ezekiel chapter number 10, starting at verse number 1. Then Ezekiel looked and behold, in the firmament, that was above the head of the cherubims. There appeared over them as it were a sapphire stone, as the appearance of the likeness of a throne. Ezekiel chapter number one, starting at verse number 26. And the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne, as the appearance of of a sapphire stone and upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it and I saw as the color of amber as the appearance of fire round about within from the appearance of his loins even upward and from the appearance of his loins even downward I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire. It had brightness round about. And as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face, and I heard, a voice of one that spake. Now, again, Hebrews chapter number four, starting at verse number 16. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Now, this last segment. This segment is titled The Throne of God Above the Mercy Seat Established Upon the Ten Commandments and Jesus Christ Our Propitiation. Example Spiritual Blessings in Heavenly Places. Romans. Chapter number three, starting at verse number 25. Whom God 
had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God to declare I say at this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, starting at verse number 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we ask ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. Now, we will be back after the break with more of the revelation of God in Christ Jesus. Now, more after the break. 